Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. It's a while since we've spoken to ICU nurse at Wexford General Hospital, Leanne Sheridan, but she joins me now. Good morning to you, Leanne. Good morning, Alan. Well, people are asking and wondering how our frontline services are doing at the moment. We've, we've seen the rise in numbers, we've seen the concerns being raised, but we've also had words uh, of, of comfort from uh, Dr. Paul Kelly and also from Carol Milani from the HSC. You're there at the co-office at the moment, Leanne. What's life like at the moment? It's gone busy again, Alan. I suppose all you have to do is listen to the news, whether it be on the radio or the TV, and you can see how the hospital numbers are going up. Um, I can really only speak on behalf of intensive care because that's where I work. So I can't actually speak on behalf of the wards or management or medical staff. So as far as we're concerned in ICU, our numbers are definitely up and they're creeping up to where they would have been last January. So Mm-hmm. Um, as far as that's concerned, so it's a little bit concerning. Our COVID ICU is very busy and our general ICU is very busy as well. So yeah. it makes it a bit of a stretch. And when you say it makes it a bit of a stretch, does it add a, a, a extra pressure to someone like you, Leanne, and your colleagues at the moment? How are you coping? Are you staying well? We are. The, admittedly now, there probably be a few more of us that would be running off to do PCRs or antigens purely because it's out in the community more. So... You know, we're minding ourselves on that behalf. Um, there are more staff who have been seconded back into ICU and we do actually have new ICU staff as well, which is, which is good. And numbers are increasing. It's a matter of getting the sort of the staff we have in now experienced to, to cope. It's very hard on them as well to sort of, rather than just being thrown in, to cope as well. So um, we're still minding each other as we've always done. And when it comes to the, the, the amount of hours you're working, etc., are you coping with that yeah. aspect of it? Are, are you getting proper rest? Yeah, well, again, um, the hours that we're at work, so the, the, the actually days that we're at work, you might not get as long a break as you would have. Um, but then look, I know they're looking for staff to work extra days. We go in if we can work the extra days. If we don't, if we can't work, then we don't. So we are looking after ourselves that way. Um, but when we're at work, yeah, it's fairly flat chat. It's fairly flat chat the days you are there. Like I'm hearing from a lot of people who have been tested COVID positive, and thankfully for them, it has not been a serious illness. So a lot of people have yeah. come back to me and said, look, I had a heavy cold, it was like a bad flu. But there yeah, are people yeah. who are still getting very serious implications from this. And I think that's the point perhaps you as an ICU nurse would like to get out this morning. You cannot take this lightly. No, definitely not. Definitely not, no. As you said, look, the numbers are quite high, so you know a large percentage of them, as you said, are just the bit of a head cold, the bit of a cough. If you have the bit of a head cold or the bit of a cough, if you have a symptom, the test for you is the PCR test. Don't go near the antigen test. So if you are in that situation, go and get your PCR. Um, If you come back positive, do what you should do and isolate for your 10 to 14 days. If you know you've been close to anybody in that previous time, get them PCR tested as well. Mm. So it is just really, it's, it's up to every individual now. Um, yeah. You really need to take responsibility for yourselves. Um, if you keep yourself safe, it'll keep everyone around you safe. And when people present at ICU then, Leanne, what, what causes them to, to head in, in, in that direction? If they're vaccinated, does that help them? or Have you got a view on that? The ones that would come into us... Um, we get a couple of different types of people into us. We would get ones who are already in the hospital. So they would have been admitted within the previous days. 
their oxygen requirements increase, they become more breathless, they end up in with us. It's a critical care unit so we can deliver a higher percentage of oxygen and we can assist them with their breathing. So that's one admission that we would get into ICU. Another admission that we would get into ICU would be somebody who comes in through ED but they have what they they end up following what's called the COVID pathway. So they may have a sore throat, they may be short of breath, they may have a temperature, they may have come in with something else. But if they have any of these, um, it's like the hairdresser would ask you, it's all those questions. If they answer yes to any of those, we have to put them on what's called the COVID pathway, which then if they're short of breath, um, they would then have to go into an isolation room somewhere until they have their COVID test and we get the result of that back. If that comes back negative, brilliant. They can just go out to a ward, a general ward. If that comes back positive, they then have to go to the general COVID ward or if they're under a lot of pressure, they have to come into ICU. And when in ICU, what happens, Leanne? Depends on the condition they're in. Um, we would have patients either ventilated as they deteriorate or they may just be on a higher amount of oxygen that we can deliver through a mask. Hmm. Um, we can deliver a high percentage and there's a bit of pressure that goes along with the mask. So as they take a breath in, it pushes a bit more air in as well. So that cysts, it's almost like cysts pumping their lungs up a bit. Right. Um, so that's the different types of ventilation they'd be in with us. Um, and hopefully the mask is all they'll need. And as they improve on that, they can go down to the general ward. Right. If they disimprove on the mask, um, they will need to be intubated, tube put into their mouth, and they need to be put on the ventilator. Right. Early detection is crucial, I take it, from what you're telling me this Absolutely. morning. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. If you, look, as you said, look, if you have any sort of symptoms at all, it's the PCR test for you. Hmm. Um, and detect it early and mind yourself. And again, like when it comes to the booster shot, listening to what you've said there, does the vaccine kind of start to wane a little bit then after a period of time? So it's so important if you get the opportunity to get your booster shot to take it. Absolutely. If you're offered the booster, take it. If you've had your injection, if you've had your um, vaccinations in the first place and you're offered the booster, definitely take it. If you haven't had the vaccination at all, it's still you know, consider it. If at all you can have it, consider having it. I mean, it's still out there. The original vaccine is still out there for anyone who hasn't been vaccinated. Mm. So, yeah, if you're off the booster, take it. And if you haven't been vaccinated at all, again, consider it. Right. I strongly uh, consider it. And do you feel, I mean, just asking you for a personal opinion, do you feel that the vaccines are working, uh, Leanne? Well, I feel they are with the high numbers of people who are coming back positive. Um, I know that originally the vaccines weren't 100% and no one ever said the vaccines were 100% um, effective. There is a small percentage where it wouldn't be as effective, but with the numbers of people who are coming back positive, if you look at those who are unwell and those that, you know, may come back positive but not too unwell, it appears to be working, Alan. It appears to be working. Right, but the boosters are crucial, yeah. Yeah, if you're offered the booster, definitely, definitely take it, yeah. Right, look, I, I thank you for taking time to talk to us this morning, to you and your colleagues and all involved in Wexford General Hospital who are at the coalface of this for nearly two years now at this stage. Yeah, I know, it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you sound upbeat, you sound positive today, which is which is lovely to hear, Leanne. Is that the way yeah. you are, or, 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 or is it I, still very demanding, very so. tiring? Yeah. I'm sitting here looking at the sun shining out my window, so how could you not be? It's a beautiful day. All right, well, stay well, and to you and your team, thank you for sharing with okay. us this morning. And I think you That's got the great. message Thanks, out Alan. there. Thank you. Good morning to you. That was uh, Leanne Sheridan there, uh, ICU nurse at Wexford General Hospital.
giving us an update on what the situation is like there at the coalface of this battle against this pandemic. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.